Today's episode of The Art of NVC is going to be on a slightly controversial topic, a taboo topic called politics. Woo! Man, it is dangerous to talk about politics, it seems like. People get very heated very fast, including myself. So I decided to do this so we can maybe uh, shed some NVC light on these political conversations. Because, in my opinion, they can actually be great conversations. I think one important thing is to realize why we have those conversations. When you want to talk about politics with somebody, is it to learn? Is it to debate? Is it to share? Is it to philosophize? Is it to convince? To explore? To bond? Like, whatever the reason is, I think it's a good idea to know why you want to have this conversation. And if the reason you want to have this conversation is to convince them of something, of your point of view, then you may want to examine that because that's not likely to be a conversation that ends well. If you're open to exploring topics, and you know, we are all human, so we can be wrong. That's the truth. So I would recommend never being too confident in your point of view. It's, it's you know, always be willing to be wrong and and to learn. And instead of, I would recommend, instead of trying to convince somebody of your point of view, just share with them your point of view. That's a much more workable frame, I would say. So the first step of nonviolent communication is to bring up an observable fact. So same thing goes for when you want to talk about politics. The less you use your opinion, the better. But it's not like opinions are illegal. It's just the, the problem comes in when we state our opinion as a fact. So if we're talking about a certain policy and we say this policy doesn't work, it's trash. That's just an opinion. But if you say, in my opinion, this policy will never work, it's a lot easier to hear. It's subtle, small, but it'll help the dangerous minefield of a political discussion. So first step is to speak in facts. And if you're going to use an opinion, then clearly state that it is your opinion. Just say, in my opinion, and then then what, what you think. It's just easier to hear that. When someone states something as a fact, it's kind of like, to me, I call it verbal trickery. Because if I say this is a fact and then you don't disagree with me, it's almost as if you agree with me. But that's not true. So if I say it's my opinion, you don't have to disagree or, or agree because it's my opinion, which doesn't really mean that much. And then we can have a discussion and we can both say our opinions and, and maybe we can lead to a greater understanding, which is what I like, which I think is a, uh, a worthy, noble reason to have a political discussion. When I, whenever I try to convince somebody of something, it, it doesn't feel good to me. I don't like the way that feels. Then I'm too invested. And if I don't convince them, I get angry or upset. But if I just share my opinion with them and they understand what, I, what my point of view is, that feels good. Whether it changes their point of view or not, that's, that doesn't matter so much. But to have a discussion and then to hear their point of view and understand it, now I feel that then, then that's fun. That's enjoyable. That's one of the core reasons why we really want to have political discussions is to learn and grow and connect and have fun. So step one, use facts as much as possible. And if you use an opinion, don't state it as a fact. Just state it as an opinion. I think this, or in my opinion, this. 
So a lot of times when we're talking politics, it gets really heated really fast. And what I've noticed is a lot of times we get angry or upset or triggered when we feel passionately about something, but we don't actually know all that much about the topic. So it's not always like that, but it's common. So we think, you know, there's there's some super complicated issue and we've read one article about it and it really riled us up. And then we're talking to somebody and, and, and we're just, you know, all very passionately for say it doesn't matter what the topic is. So we'll just say it's topic A. So one person is for uh, or, or policy A. So one person is for policy A. Another person is against policy A. And the person who's against it has done a lot of research and has, has read studies, read multiple articles, has had some experience with it in their daily life. And person A has only read one article about it. And a very it was a very charged article. It was a very opinionated article. And they agreed with it wholeheartedly. So now when person B disagrees with person A, they oftentimes will get very agitated. And then when person B is like, well, let's get to the facts. Person A doesn't have any facts. All they have is that one article. And that a lot of times makes us get start to use just emotions and intensity and insults and attacks to back up our claim. And that's very violent. So one way to avoid this is to just first, if you feel passionate about um, a topic, make sure you've done your research on it. Make sure you have a research-based opinion and not just one article. One article is not enough, ever. It can be very slanted. It's up to us. We have access to a lot of information, and we can get informed on nearly any topic we want. So there's no reason not to be informed if you want to have a thoughtful, intelligent discussion about complicated issues. And that just takes doing your, doing your research. And if you're not excited about doing the research, then just remember that you don't know that much about this topic. So don't get too invested in a viewpoint. You can clearly say what you think based on what you know. You know, from what I understand, I think this. But I will admit, I am not fully informed on this topic. That's how you can talk about these things. But if you say, oh my gosh, this is how it is, and you're a bad person if you think anything else. Okay, so that's not going to lead to much connection, much joy, much growth. And this is what happens quite often in political discussions I've seen. So tip number two is if you feel passionately about something, do some research so that you know that you are informed as, as you can be. And if you haven't done the research and you're not all that informed, then be wary of being too invested in your point of view and admit to the person you're talking to that you are not fully informed on this topic. Another thing is statistics are helpful, but they are not concrete. It's they're malleable. You have to really, there's nothing, nothing is really all that conclusive. That's why observable facts are so helpful, but you don't always have an observable fact, especially when you're talking about politics and you may bring up studies and statistics which can help, but they are not conclusive by themselves. So just because one study says that 20%, 28% of all Americans uh, believe this certain thing, does that really mean that 28% of all Americans do that? Well, who knows? Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But it's one, it's, it's a fact that there was a study that says that, 
Is the study true or not? That's hard to determine. So it's not conclusive information. And, and when you're talking politics, it's going to be very hard to ever get to a conclusive definition or a conclusive answer. It's really just to discuss things, to, to expand our awareness of the full depth of the situation that we're talking about. And that's enjoyable. You know, these, a lot of times politics is about very complicated issues that no matter what happens, someone's going to be upset about. You know, when you're like a world leader and you're dealing with hundreds of millions of people, sometimes you have to decide what's the lesser of two evils. And everybody has their own point of view. So I would just say that, you know, use stats, use all the facts you can, studies, um, information, but still don't get too invested in, in your point of view because these stats could be rigged. Unless you're there and did the study yourself or have really went through the studies and saw how they did things. For instance, you know, a study says tomatoes are good for cancer, right? Or another study says, like studies say that one study says this and one study says the opposite. And why? Well, you have to look at how they did the study. If it's a study on tomatoes, were the tomatoes organic? Were they GMO? Were they fresh? Were they local? Were they refrigerated? You know, it's like there's a lot of things. So it's not conclusive. A study is rarely going to be 100% conclusive, but they are information. So treat them as information, but don't act like they are law or, or they're indisputable because they are disputable. Everything's disputable. That'll be a big help in talking politics. Just, just be aware that no matter what, you can always be wrong. And that's just a good, humble place to be and use all the facts and information that you have access to to support your viewpoint, but just be open as much as possible to hearing the other person's viewpoint. Another thing is, is that's going to be helpful to avoid toxic, conver- toxic political discussions is do not exaggerate. Just try to stay away from saying things like always and never, unless they're true. Just use facts. This amount, this thing happened this amount of times according to this source. Instead of saying, oh, it always goes down like that. It's just not helpful to exaggerate. It, it's, it's not realistic. It's not honest. And it's, in my opinion, it's a tactic to sway someone's opinion. But it's not an honest way. So just use facts. Use real numbers and, and attempt to not exaggerate at all. Especially the more heated it gets. And always be ready to do emergency empathy. Because here's the thing. Most people, in my opinion, we're good. We have good hearts. We want the planet to survive. We want people to be happy and empowered. We want our family and friends to be happy and empowered. And the way we differ is our tactics or our strategies of how to achieve this. So one person likes policy A, another person hates policy A, but they both want what's best for humanity. So even though they have different viewpoints, different of, of what strategy is best, they both want you know peace on earth and health and happy and happiness and abundance. So it's a good thing to remember. Most people are not going to really want harm to happen. So if you're getting really angry at someone because they have a different strategy, just check yourself. Do emergency empathy on yourself, on them, on the situation. And just try to remember you both probably want the same thing. You're just differing in your strategy on how to get it. And that's okay because no one really has the answer. We have theories and, you know, time will tell how things go.
So it, it can be really helpful to look for common ground. So if you're talking with somebody that's getting heated and you want to avoid argument, look for the common ground. Say, okay, okay, you think this, I think that. But where do we have, Where, where, what can we agree on? Find things you can agree on so you can at least have that connection. That, okay, we both agree that this should not happen and this should happen. Yes, okay. So that just feels better when you have that common ground and, and you won't feel it like an enemy. You know, you can feel like, okay, we're on the same team. We just have different strategies. Um, another another thing that I recommend, don't just read a headline and assume that you know what the article says. Because a lot of these headlines have, are, are clickbait. They'll say the, the title will be very charged. And as you read the article, you realize, oh, it's not really like they said. So if all you do is read the the title and then you base your viewpoint on this title, you're probably going to be surprised and you're probably not going to fully understand or grasp the situation that you're talking about. And that's going to lead to frustration and arguments a lot of the times. So read the whole article. If you, if you want to learn, read the whole article. And if you just read the title, then just know that you there's probably a lot more information about it than you're aware of. So don't make a viewpoint based on article titles. Read the whole article. That's another tip. So another tip is like, if you find out you're wrong, just admit you're wrong. It's okay. We're all humans. We're wrong all the time. And if you're right, don't rub it in. It's like, it's going to be a back and forth, right and wrong. And there's gray areas and complicated situations. Just remember like, you know, talking politics is really fun. It's a great, it's a wonderful topic. But if we're afraid to be wrong, then it's going to be hard to talk about. And if we're rubbing it in when we're right, it's just going to be triggering. And that's not what we want. We want connection. We want learning. We want growth. Um, and remember, anytime you get triggered, emergency empathy, which could be, are you upset because you don't think I want humanity to be happy? You, you don't think I care about the immigrants? Are you upset because you think I'm wrong like whatever it is just do that it'll, it'll it'll bring back the common ground and another tip is before you start to counter someone says their viewpoint and before you start to counter their viewpoint repeat back to them their viewpoint so it's clear that you understand what they're saying that's so helpful then they won't feel the need to keep repeating themselves if you say okay if i as i understand it you're saying this and then they say yes that's exactly what i'm saying okay and then you give your viewpoint that's how you can have a very fun intelligent conversation about complicated issues and never ever imply just like a fundamental principle of NVC never imply they're bad or wrong or do any kind of name calling to just because someone you know believes differently than you does not mean they are a bad person and if you resort to name calling or implying they're bad or wrong it's not going to lead to anything good you're not going to change their viewpoint by by shaming them and maybe that's what your intent is. Maybe you believe in your viewpoint so much. You're so certain that this is the right way. that when you hear someone with a different viewpoint, you think you get you get scared because you think that if they think like this, then the world is going to turn out worse than it needs to be. Or you're scared about what's going to happen. And so you get really triggered and you try to convince them or shame them or, or bully them really to into... Changing the viewpoint, it's just not going to work. People don't change their viewpoint by being bullied or shamed. It just starts a fight, and then they just dig in. But if you can use emergency empathy and say, okay, so this is your viewpoint. Let me make sure I fully understand it. And 
then this then when they understand that you understand it and then you give your viewpoint that's that may be how they change their viewpoint because now they have a different understanding they felt heard and understood so they can now hear your viewpoint and maybe that will shed some light which i don't think should be your goal to change their viewpoint but i would recommend just you know having the discuss bringing awareness to different angles and different perspectives is uh, i would say a healthy goal for a political discussion so those, those are just some tips and pointers and insights that I think will be helpful in political discussions. And then you can always use the NVC format when you're talking about it. So you say, okay, there's this new policy was passed. That's the fact. I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling frustrated. Because what's important to me is that people have access to health care. And then your specific request a lot of times might be, what do you think about that? Or would you repeat back? what I just said so I can know that you understand where I'm coming from or would you tell me like what, what is your solution to this problem that I foresee you know so the, a lot of times if you're doing a political discussion your specific request is going to be to hear what they think about it for them to repeat back to you what you said or for them to just elaborate you know ask them how they feel but that's kind of the format and that, that's a, it's just a clear easy way to communicate um, as opposed to saying this policy is trash and anyone who, who thinks it's not trash is an idiot. <laughs> that sounds harsh, but if we're real, if we're being realistic, that's kind of how many of us talk when we get into politics. And that's why it oftentimes erupts into an argument. And as soon as tensions arise, emergency empathy. Look for common ground and emergency empathy to bring the levels back down. And then just have a relaxed intelligent discussion about complicated issues and maybe you guys can both grow in understanding after and it's okay to disagree you probably want the same thing the same results but you disagree on tactics and strategies that's totally fine that's what's going on today folks so i have a new service i'm offering and it is the nvc lens where you can send me a message and i will read your email i will read a text message and i'll put it through an nvc lens i'm also offering one hour consultations and one-on-one sessions and those will be 75 dollars an hour for a one-on-one conversation over zoom um or over the phone whatever works if these are interesting to you or you'd like to do them, you can contact me at artofnvc at gmail.com and we can set it up. Um, I've been doing it for a couple people and it's been working pretty good. I like it. Uh, people finding it helpful. Sometimes you just, you know, you got to send this message and you're not sure and I can just help you reframe it so you still feel authentic and you get your point across and you can draw a clear boundary without implying they're bad or wrong in any way. So, yeah, and my book is still for sale, of course, on Amazon, The Art of Nonviolent Communication. And I have a workshop in Los Angeles coming up on Wednesday the 18th at We Deepen in Beverly Hills. So if you're in L.A., um, go to WeDeepen.com. You can sign up for that. And, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope this brought some value. Keep sending me questions and topics you'd like to hear about, and I will uh, most likely answer those on the podcast. All right, everybody, have a great day.